No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey now, welcome back, No Simple Road family. It's Aaron on the porch. It's Sunday again, and it's the night after the Chris Robinson Brotherhood show here in Portland. And oh my gosh, what a night, what a show. Holy shit, man. You know, it's it's cool to see like bands that you like. It's cool to go out and hang out with your friends. But when you get to go out and you know that you're in the presence of shaman 
and you're with your skin family or your found family, there ain't nothing better than that, man. Jesus Christ, those guys really, really threw down for us, and we poured it out right back at them. So, yeah, thanks, CRB. We love you guys. Um, it's been a, another hell of a week here at the Chaplet Day Pad. We have Laura here with us staying, and, you know, Jaden's hanging out, and that's what this episode's all about. It's about uh, creating family and spreading the love. Um, you know, it, I don't know, maybe because of the time of the year, it just seems to be more introspective. Wintertime is a, is a weird thing, man. Like, you know, summer you're out doing stuff in the spring, you're planting, doing your thing and all that. And fall and winter, man, is it's my favorite because like, you know, you're, you're kind of getting introspective. Days are a little shorter. You're spending more time in the house. Like it, it just kind of lends itself to this homey earthy vibe that goes on and I don't know maybe it's because I was born in November I don't know but I I dig it man I love that you know it gets dark at 4 30 people at my work think I'm crazy like in the middle of summer I'm like this is bullshit it's not getting dark till like 10 o'clock at night which is weird coming from the from the desert to up here like it gets dark at like 10 30 at night up here in the summertime sometimes but it's it's so cool like by 4 30 in the afternoon i'm driving home from the gym or from work or whatever and and it's already dark outside and it's kind of rainy and it's cold and it just makes you feel like you want to go in and eat some soup and light a fire and watch tv it's fucking rad so anyway i digress listen guys if you're digging what we're doing what we were asking you to do is go on to your itunes or your google play or your stitcher whatever you're listening to us on and leave us a review and leave us some stars. Those things really do help the show. I say it every week at the beginning of the show. And I know how it is when I listen to podcasts, like I'll hear them do their opening rap. And it just kind of goes by and I think, well, you know, somebody else will do it. But if you're digging what No Simple Road is doing and you, you like us, please go on there and leave us some stars, man. It just takes a couple of minutes. And what it does... You know, I've said it helps us get up in the rankings, but what it does is it, it when you go into the podcast app that you're on, the shows with the most stars and the most ratings are the ones that you see right away. So that's what it does for the show. It'll help more people find out about us and we continue to grow the community and the family. And that's what this is all about. So, yeah, take a minute and do that for us and we would really appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road and Facebook at No Simple Road. And then we also have our website, nosimpleroad.com. Um, I feel like I just said No Simple Road a whole bunch of times, and I'm going to say No Simple Road again. And there, I just did it. Um, but yeah, check out the website. Uh, we're going to be posting some pictures from today's episode on there. And also at the bottom of the page, it's that time of year again for your maddening christmas thing that half of us are out there that are listening probably aren't even religious at all and not christian but we still 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 celebrate this weird holiday that was pagan in origin and was all about wintertime and the equinox and then somehow became about christianity and whatever that's cool we all celebrate and we get each other gifts and that's a neat thing getting gifts is cool you could do it all year do it in june fuck it june 1st that's gift day from now on but 
Anyway, um, yeah, Christmas. So on the web page, at the bottom of the page, is an Amazon link. If you're going to go Christmas shopping and you're going to buy Q-tips or you're going to buy, you know, car cover seat covers or a steering wheel or, you know, I don't know, fuck, Windex or toilet paper or gum... At the bottom of the page at nosimpleroad.com is that link. And when you go through that link, it takes you to Amazon and you do your shopping. No big deal. You're going to do that anyway. It's just a couple extra clicks. And then what happens is we're an associate, Amazon associate, and they send us a little percentage of whatever you spend on there. It's a way for you to support the show without having to spend money that you weren't really going to spend otherwise. So, yeah, that's a cool thing. And then last but not least is the Patreon page patreon.com forward slash no simple road so you hear me say it every week and you know we've got a few patreon uh patrons out there and i'll tell you to know that you guys are out there and that you're willing to give a dollar a month or five dollars a month or ten bucks a month or a thousand dollars a month or whatever it means the world to us. It lets us know, you know, that we are supported and makes us feel like we're doing something worthwhile. Not that we need money to make us feel supported and worthwhile, but I'll tell you what, it's nice to be able to cover the hosting for the show with that. It's nice to be able to buy equipment with that and make the show sound better so that you guys have something that you enjoy and that you like. And, you know, it's kind of like investing in something that you believe in. So, yeah, if you want to do that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and you can give as much as a, you know, as much as you want or as little as you want a buck a month. And that's not very much if you break it down per day and it helps us, man. And that's what this is about, building community and loving each other. So anyway, like I said, this show that you're going to hear is all about family and growing the circle and about the night after Chris Robinson Brotherhood and the night of Chris Robinson Brotherhood. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, man, um, CRB, you guys poured it out for the family last night and we appreciate it and we love you guys. And thank you so much for what you're doing. We're feeling it. So without further ado, here's the Chaplade clan talking about Chris Robinson Brotherhood. That was very sweet. I like my snake, my little rubber snake. He's cute. I love it too. His name is Alistair Cooper, and he rides my, on my dashboard. My, my <laughs> he does. He makes sure that I don't get in an accident. He's he, very sneaky right, too. When you guys water? picked me up at the airport, I didn't notice yeah, him until yeah. we were home. I was He's like, was that sweet. there the whole Sasha. time? Oh, by the way, you have a snake on your dashboard. <laughs> oh. I had no idea. So, what everybody think of the show? All at once. Everybody go at once. There. Uh, really good. That was fucking amazing, man. They were fucking... Woo! Chris Robinson, I'll tell you. Yeah, the keyboard player, Adam. End of show. All I know is at one point I looked up and... What was the... Was the guy that I told you at the very end, if we're looking at the stage... Bass so player. Right? Bass player? Bass player. He turn into a crystal. Yeah, I literally him. saw the light shining down on him and he looked like a cathedral quartz crystal. He had a, he had a like a piece of one. And then I looked at all of them and they all had the same light and the way that it was hitting their head somehow and his, they were playing and like it was like light right here. So it was amazing. We're on 
You sound like you were high. I don't know what you're talking about. I sound like this all the time. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, seeing people small. turn into crystals. Materializing. <laughs> when you have the eyes to see, then you see Ooh, it. Ooh, well, I guess so. So shouldn't you tell them what we went and saw? Nope. No, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, we went. We so went last night, and, and we out. and we saw uh, Chris Robinson Brotherhood at Revolution Hall here in Portland. And just to give you an idea, I think I said this on an earlier episode, but like Revolution Hall is this old high school. Darwin's drinking, by the way. It's this old high school, <laughs> and uh, they were going to condemn the high school, and then somebody bought it. And they've they've even left like the lockers in the hallways there, and where they have shows at Revolution is in the auditorium. So there's like a very small balcony area, and then I would say that place holds. What do you guys think? Like two thousand, fifteen hundred? Oh no, probably about twelve hundred or so, if that. Because because Roseland holds seventeen hundred, and it's smaller in Roseland. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like a thousand people, and it was sold out, and. It was amazing that the sound in that place, like we were up in the back uh, under the under the balcony and dead center, dead center in the back behind the soundboard. And man, that bass, you could hear the bass so rich back there. And then as they were playing, like there were certain notes that he was hitting that were like vibrating my chest and like making my pant legs shake. Yep. Yeah. It was, they were amazing. By the way, I just looked it up. 850 people. I was going to say that. We were, hey, we were only That's 150 people off. Yeah, really. Well, it, it felt really intimate. It felt like we had so much space, but it also felt like there was a lot of people at the party. Yeah. So it was like a, a good vibe because you can kind of go up in front or the stages and dance it out like we started off doing. And the band's like five feet away. Yeah. <laughs> like, bam, right yeah. in yeah. your face. And you guys are right next to the door. So we, me and Alex just walk in. You guys are right there. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Why did you and Alex... Yeah, why were you and Alex separate? late, Ryder? Let's hear about oh, that. Oh, what happened? I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember any part of oh, that. Oh, really? Night. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I forgot the whole... No, I uh, <laughs> I was trying to get everyone out of the house, and I forgot my wallet. We, so he had no ID. So I forgot my wallet. So we're, we're getting ready to leave, and there's too many of us to fit in one Uber. So we called two Ubers, and... I go get in the first one and we leave, and then Ryder's here with Melanie. But let me just tell them the story about why that's a bad thing when you and I are separated. Why? Because I forget stuff. Did you forget you anything really last You didn't forget stuff. anything. I didn't forget you anything didn't forget this forget time. Anything. I, I didn't, but Ryder was trying to help me to like do what that you was, do. Like, I okay, come on. Like, so wallet, I should have had my wallet well before... I started helping anyone else. That was all on me. Yes, you're a grown man. I know. That's the first time I've ever forgotten my wallet. And it was sad because we we all got there and (laughs) we got there first. And then about two minutes later, the other Uber pulls up and I'm standing on the sidewalk. And we all get out like, yay, family, we're all here, dude, taking pictures. And then we're getting ready to walk in. And Ryder started crying. Ryder looked like he was going to cry, like literally looked over at me. He's like, I I don't have my wallet and it's 21 and over. I thought, okay, so we bought this. I bought this digital recorder that we were going to bring to the show with us last night. And I thought as he was walking over, looking at me like he was going to cry, I thought they took the recorder from him. And I'm like, motherfuck, they took the fucking thing. And he's going to come over here and tell me that we are out 200 and whatever dollars. And he walks over. He's like, 
it's 21 and over. I don't have my ID. And my first thought was like, so fucking what? Uber back home? You got a half hour? Like, I know. I just, I'd never forgotten my wallet to a show before. And I was like, I, I didn't even know how it happened. I was like, I no, my wallet's supposed to be right here in this pocket every time. I always yeah, check but- my wallet. I, I like pat all my pockets every time I go into another room, let alone leave a house. It was weird. I've never found my wallet. So, anyways, we all went in, and Alex and and Ryder jumped into Uber to come back home, and and we had all already ingested our sacraments for the night, and so there was five minutes. There was a time limit before Ryder realized that his ID was gone. Yeah, yeah. And and on on the way on our Uber back, we our Uber lady was the coolest. Yeah, kind of like hippie from from the bay area moved here 10 years ago and and uh alex talked talked all of our ear off (laughs) wait a minute you guys are mean to tell me that alex talked a lot for the first time in my life (laughs) i've never i've never heard him talk that much before no no No, we really bought it with the uber driver does she now understand quantum physics and no but anthropology But an- oh, anthropology. Yeah, we went deep. Talked about a lot. Deep. Talked about um, Egyptian gods and wow. their fake penises. Right on. We talked about how Inca people built their roads and why they're still standing in awesome roads. And we talked about magic and history and and wow. like and, rabbit out of a hat magic. And the kinda actually a little bit prestidigitation. Yeah. yeah. Cosmic. <laughs> oh my god. And we talked about Ew, the cosmic babe. clash between. Masculine and feminine energy, and yes. how that's impacted human history, wow. and, and, and why it happens. This is all in a ten-minute Uber drive. It yeah. was not ten minutes; it was like forty-five. Well, so we was go there, there and back. Back. The same lady took us back, so we went there, yeah. had this whole conversation about where we all came from, and and flood Vegas floods and other floods and rain, and then Skithian all the way yeah. raiders in the in, in <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mag- man! Wow, Magnadelian. Time frame of like, yo, oh my God. and we went to Vanuatu, and we went to Vanuatu. Brenda took me to Vanuatu. That was cool. Tiwakan and yeah, how no one knows about the original people. Like we don't know where the original people. No simple road is becoming from. culturally diverse. <laughs> we are spreading our our wings into conspiracy theory and Incan roads. Yeah, I'm not saying it was aliens or Mayan roads. I'm just saying I think it would be really cool if it was. It was definitely aliens. I think we should take a moment to introduce our two new people. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Everybody isn't sitting here, can't see. I forgot how rude of me as a host. (laughs) Yes, and these are very special. Yeah. Very, very special So that are not really guests, just coming home. Not even guests. Yeah, I don't know. Family. Yeah, that was more of a formal thing than a real thing. So, years ago when we lived in Las Vegas, I knew this young lady named Laura. Back to magic. And back to magic. I am not going there. Okay. Yeah, we all knew each other, and we were part of the same like group. And um, Laura was always awesome, and used to come over to the house once in a while for for tea. And uh, when we started No Simple Road there was this person on Instagram that was always quoting or commenting on our stuff, Space Cat. <laughs> and Maybe Space Cat was very... Well, I don't, that's it's, cool. You couldn't, you couldn't find her if you type that. Yeah, okay. it's all it's strange. spaced, like spaced out. Space okay, cat. see? Yeah. So he had yeah, see, they would have never known <laughs> had you... 
And uh, she would comment on our stuff, and I very complimentary and. It As, wasn't complimentary. It was the most sincere stuff I've ever heard through typed message. Ever? Then, well, not ever. At that moment. Some at that them. moment. Some. I just felt her, what her feeling was when she wrote it. And then she decided to reach out um, uh, via text or phone. Maybe, or I can't remember which. Uh, maybe Instagram message. Yeah, yeah. I, think I, I think I was looking through her profile to see who it was and I was like I think that's Laura and then her and I texted back and forth through Instagram and I gave her your number yes I, I'm not sure who I'm talking to half the time I got I called him beautiful sister last yeah. week yeah thanks beautiful sister I, I was like oh this on. is this is Aaron but uh okay good I can be a beautiful sister sometimes I guess that's cool yeah. my hair is long yeah. but anyway so I find it really endearing that Laura is somebody that we know from back home and that she's a genuine no simple road listener like it gave her her own feeling and she wrote into the show and it was like i said some of the most amazing and beautiful words and then when we talked i was like oh my god you just need to come home you need to come out here you need to get some love and we planned it and it's happening right now and you guys are listening yeah i just happened to have a, a extra ticket for this, you had an extra two tickets. Yeah, for this Chris Robinson show. Next. Well, circuit. our daughter and, and Adam were supposed to go with us, and they, they couldn't make it because Sydney's working, and Adam's got a show in California. And I will put where his show is in the show notes for you guys. If you guys are in the L.A. area, you should go watch Swim Band. They're pretty awesome, and they're going to be having a show coming up with multimedia and all kinds of rad shit. So, yeah, you should go check them out. But anyway, back to what's happening. So... Uh, we have these two extra tickets and uh, I told Laura I was like just come home come stay with us for a little while and we'll take you to a show and we'll do our thing and well, come we get some love we didn't really plan Laura coming to the show that was like perfectly serendipitous yeah, like, yeah in fact that, that didn't it never came up till the last and then yeah somebody sent me a message and mm-hmm. say, said you know on December 1st 2nd this is what we're doing so okay that was you and I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I think one of my comments on one of your guys' posts was like, I want to do that with you guys so bad. And, like, <laughs> here it was. And I'm like, I will drive 16 hours or more for that. So You drove right. 16 hours? <laughs> That's well, so yeah, I cut it in Holy half. Holy shit, But, man. I, yeah, it's a nice drive. It's a beautiful drive. There are worse drives. Yeah, driving from Southern California. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, it can get pretty bad. So, so how was the show, Laura? How was the experience? It was nothing that I just I don't. This happened with Apple last night in the kitchen, and he's like, "So," and I'm like, "I, uh, (laughs) I'm like, I don't. Geez, I can't put it into words. It's like." And that summed it up. <laughs> and I know with you guys that that's all I have to say because you know what that means. So, but it was just like love and like he said, you could feel the bass, you could feel the vi- vibration, and I could feel it in my chest. And it was just so I love getting that, you know, really intense body high, and you know it comes up into my ears, and it, it just makes you want to dance around and that's what I was doing and I look around and everyone else is doing it it just feels like home 
I don't know, I could start talking about the universe and all kinds of other, you know, and just keep rolling, Please but do. it was great. Do. Well, yeah. Well, you have to cut that short. Thank you guys for giving me that extra ticket <laughs> so oh, I yeah. could enjoy it with you. It was supposed, it was yours all yeah. along. We didn't yeah. know it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meant to be. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to spend a, a little time with us and we'll show you around Portland and it'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Tell them they got it's it. It's beautiful. The Portland is oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are responsible for all of this. So when I knew Laura back in Vegas, like like I said, we were part of the same group, and she was just Laura. Like, we never even discussed music before. That when, really it wasn't a thing that we were talking about at the time. I love music. It's such a big part of my Me too. psyche, and, like, yeah. I thrive on it. Yeah, yeah that is weird. Talk about it well, we had other discussions going we on. We were having other, yeah. yeah. We yeah. were we were solving the metaphysical problems of the universe. Oh. Yeah. Music <laughs> keeps you alive. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Also, music it's solves the metaphysical problems of the universe. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Wow, out of the mouths of babes. So, Aaron, where did we um, give that other extra ticket to? What did we to Darwin? Sydney's, we gave Sydney's ticket away. No. And then we were giving Adam's ticket away. Who did we give Adam's ticket away to? Well. Is this a trick question? Yeah, is this a trick question? No, Aaron knows exactly what I mean. We gave the other tick to Jaden. Who's Jaden? You tell who Jaden is. Jaden is right here. She's right Say hi, Jaden. Hi. There. I don't know. Jaden is my girl. She's uh, she's an amazing light that we met. <laughs> at a pretty dim li- dimly lit place in the trailer at work. And uh, the cannabis, yeah. And Apple and I both knew, like, noticed her right away. You know, this first time I saw her, I was like, Ooh, I'm gonna be friends with her. And then Apple was like, Have you met that girl, Jaden? Have you seen her freaking tattoos? Like, she's so rad. Like, and I was like, <laughs> I know her fucking hair. And he's like, Yeah, so we're like talking about her. And then one day, um, I'll just let Jaden tell the story because well, wait, she wants to say it. Hang but- on, I'm gonna paint a picture because they can't see. What we see, right? So Jaden is this beautiful young lady with three piercings under her lip and one above and short uh, military style cut hair. No, you're making me sound like a butch here. I got a mohawk. Okay. (laughs) And and big big gauges and tattoos on her neck of of a tree and 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 what else is on there? A bird. He's only yeah. One world, one family. Like the literal thing, but like and she's currently wearing a Chewbacca onesie. And she's wearing a Chewbacca onesie. Yes. But there, there, there you go. That was inspired by Laura this morning. Yes, it was. Because because Laura is right now wearing a fox onesie. And what kind of onesie is? Melanie wearing. I'm wearing a kitty onesie. Oh, yes. There's a little onesie party going down. Yeah, there is. Magnus, shout out to you. Magnus, grab yourself a onesie, guys. So, continue. I'm sorry. I I was trying to paint the visual. Yeah, the visual. She's the toughest, Um, cutest thing you ever see. Fuck yeah. Tiny, cute shit, you know? And she's quickly become part, well, not even not become. She just found her family again. We found each other. And so I'll let Jaden tell how we met, what her side is. 
Well, or what she's doing here. Whatever you want to tell. I'll start out with the universe and, <laughs> and work your way back. Asking and asking and asking and through all the trials and tribulations of life and meeting different people and wanting those connections. Um, I just finally woke up one day and went to work and this girl that never speaks, never, she just listens to her headphones. It's good morning. I'm mellow. I'm here. I'm going to do my job. And that day she decided to tell a story that just uh, really got to my heart. What was the story? I don't know if I know this. Well, this amazing love story. Oh, um, our story. Okay. Your story. I do know that story. Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I'm no. sorry. No, that, that story. That story was about Aaron and his brother and Reiki and Psychic and... Uh, I mean, do I tell that story? Yes, uh, you please. Please do. I, I, you can tell whatever you want. Yeah, this, to tell. You we're here tell hanging it, out. Really, I think that this story would really like. And I just want to say, like, forget that this mic is even here. Like, we're here talking. We just need Fuck, to talk they're, closer to they're it. Just, <laughs> they're just out there listening to us. Just forget about them. There's not even yeah. anybody there right now. So I went. I woke up and I went to work and I was actually crying the whole night before because my brother's birthday was right around the corner. Every November, every year, it's just a horrible month for me. And I went to work. And it just so happens this day that Mello tells this story about Aaron and how he lost his brother. And I lost my brother to heroin four years ago now. And I knew that I needed to talk to her. I knew that for whatever reason, she told that story this day because I needed to be in their lives. You know, something triggered me that day. So I had to wait till the end of our shift because I'm super emotional. And I knew that if I went up to her, I'd be this crying sob in a trailer <laughs> where all these people are sitting around. And I don't want that connection with everyone right now. I just want to tell this girl that right now you just changed a whole lot for me. Like, and I had a bunch of hippie shit at home that I was going to take to pals, you know, and then I thought. What kind of shit? You know, decks and. What all those kinds of Tarot decks? Yeah. Tarot yeah. decks and yeah. books and stuff like books. Really okay. cool tarot. Mind yeah. you, I had asked everybody at work. I was just like, guys, you know, I thought about it, and I have this whole collection of uh, stuff that I've been, that I got in Reno. Would you guys like it? No, no, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. Okay. And then Mello tells her story, and I look back at the same girl I had just asked, and I was like, I found my peeps. I'm going to give it to these guys, or to her, and so I go up to her at the end of the shift, and that's pretty much how it started. I just asked her if she wanted all this hippie shit. <laughs> she was like, hell yeah, bring that shit, girl. So I brought it. I had to wait two decades. You know, I, I, it was only like a week, but it really did feel like two decades. And, uh, you know, because show and tell is amazing, and especially with these guys. Like, it's, it's just amazing. So she finally comes to work, and I give her this stuff, and... Um, as I'm walking away, I tell her my story about my brother and why everything's just so emotional. And as I'm ready to leave, she was like, Jaden, you know, you need to come home, you know, come get a treatment and feel good. I want, I want to help you out here. So I uh, I was sick and I couldn't go for what? Like two, yeah, two it was weeks. a couple yeah. weeks because I remember they told me you were coming over and then you sent us a text saying, I'm sick. We'll do it next weekend. Yeah. And I I kept hearing like individually they came home apart from each other from work and we're like we met the coolest chick at work like we met this girl Jaden you gotta meet her she's rad and I'm like okay whatever like and then finally guys, he was like, like damn I wanna meet Jaden yeah. she sounds freaking dope like and I thought it was funny too cause Jaden I found out after she didn't even know that me this is Apple that me and Melanie like knew each other yeah when I got and, all that stuff I had no clue that this was a household it was just 
that Mel and Mel was going to take this home to her husband, like, because that's all I knew. It was just the husband and okay. Mello. Stand by. We're going to take a bowl break. What's in here? Uh, Blackberry Kush. Oh, that's Blackberry fun. Kush from. Do we want to show your that? work? Yeah. From okay. My work. Yeah, from your work. Okay. Who wants to hit the bowl first? You do it. You've got right. it in your hand. I, I guess I'm going to go. Why do we. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interlude. I uh, yeah, everybody be very quiet that's that. That's great for airtime, babe. I'm, I'm making the, up the taste. I'm making the the episode longer. Oh, yeah. on purpose. All right, Laura, have a hit. Um, okay. So, Jaden. Jaden. Okay, so so you, you two weeks you waited. Yeah. Wait, but let me all. rewind. So, that day that I gave her all this stuff, um I think we had maybe one more day of work or whatever, mm-hmm. and then that weekend hit. I woke up. It's now my brother's birthday, and I just, I'm just i trying to pull it together, and I'm trying to be strong, and I can't. So I send Mel a text, and I'm just like, hey, man, can you just sit, like send out some love? I'm going through it. And uh, I, I leave the house. I take my brother's ashes down to his favorite spot with my mom, and as soon as I pulled into that parking lot, I got this text from her that was like just the fact that she used home to me was like, an amazing feeling to me like coming home when you're ready like if you feel like you can be around family we're here and so instead of going to that river and crying my eyes out i went to that river feeling good oh wow so i didn't know that or yeah. or i forgot it yeah well then alex one day we're driving home and alex tells me that when i sent that text mel actually had asked everyone to send out that love and so i feel i felt it for sure and then uh after another two decades, I finally got to come to the vortex. I call it the hippie vortex because once you get here, <laughs> and as soon as you step out of your vehicle and start to walk up this driveway, this vortex <laughs> just sucks you in. It's where all the magic happens. Can we use one of those pictures for the episode? Yeah, for sure. You can use everything. It's an amazing picture, you guys. Yeah, we'll post some pictures from last night so you guys could see. But um, the vortex pictures. Yeah. She did. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I gotta take. I got. She gotta take a hit. All right, Jane. Jane's hitting some of the Kush. It's it's good for the head. It cures what ails you. It's good for the conversation. Herb, good for the body. Yeah, oh, man. Yes, I. Yes, I. <laughs> oh my god. All right, Jaden. Um, you so smoke anyway, pot now. Talk. I get to the vortex and I come in and I haven't met Aaron yet and uh, so I come in and right away I go to shake his hand and he's like, man, fuck that. Pulls me in and hugs me and I just. I don't know. It felt so brotherly, brotherly. He's my brother because he's like my father and my brother all in one. And, uh, my daughter, my sister and my daughter. Yeah. And uh, immediately I just felt like I was at home. And um, if I could ever give a, defini- a definition of one world, one family, of what I thought it was supposed to be like in my head when I started this patch, they are the true definition of one world, one family. What do you mean this wow. patch? Um, I started... Um, just people that have come into my life and really showed me that they know what one world, one family should be like, mm-hmm. have gotten it tattooed. Basically, I started it. I got the first tattoo. Oh, wow. My cousin Hippie got it. My best friend D got it. So we all got to go get tattooed. Yes, we all got to. You guys all got to catch up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I can honestly say I haven't asked anyone in a very long time. Oh, I'm honored. In a very long yes. time. Thank you. I think you kind of asked yourself. Like you said, so we got to get to you. Kind yeah, of invite I invited myself to the party. I did. I do that. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an inviter. I'm an inviter. He <laughs> wasn't also, even invited. Yeah, we know. Darwin looks appalled. Sorry, Don. Get a tattoo. I, 
We'll make you a caller that says one world, one family, don't Yeah. Okay, that's caller. So, I'm going to tell this from my end, and I'm going to go through the whole thing, okay? The whole thing? Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Too much. How would I even go about? So Jaden gets out of the car and she's this beautiful young woman, like I said, and she comes over, she tries to shake my hand. And I'm like, fuck that. Like she said. And it was cool, man. It was really neat, like watching you integrate into the house because it happened so fast and it happened super organic. It was like five minutes of, you know, the feel out period kind of thing and then it was just like oh Jaden's home yeah yeah like you had been here all along and the same thing with Laura it was same deal like a couple minutes of hey let's go get your stuff out of the car and, <laughs> and then we're all Very laying on the couch watching a movie yeah, 20 minutes later that's, yeah. yeah that's yeah. how we get our fans same thing happened with Alex mm-hmm. first time he came over I was like oh Alex <laughs> yeah like, yeah. well, Alex is a little more like, abrasive. Like, yeah, you are. Like 20 minutes later. <laughs> Glare a lot. Glare, yeah. Never smile. Glum is the word I would use. Yeah. <laughs> Sullen. Sullen. Sulky. Surly. Surly. Yeah. Surly. Watch the table, guys. So, oh my God. Darwin, go on. So, in the past, we have, I have made a mistake in bringing somebody into the family, somebody that is a very sweet person that we all love, mm-hmm. but couldn't keep it together and overstepped their bounds in Melanie and my relationship was driving a wedge, trying to drive a wedge between the two of us. So as the Papa Bear of the Chapeladay crew, I am on guard for that shit around here. And especially when it comes to my girl, not especially, but that, you know, Especially. Especially. Yeah. And sure. not especially, but especially. And so my like capital. Yeah. Capital. Fuck yeah. I mean, I don't own anybody, but I'll tell you what, we've made commitment to each other and we're doing this life together. And I don't need anybody's fucking drama in my life, man. I don't. I don't need anybody's hang ups to drive a wedge between me and my wife. I just don't. So that's but that's besides the point. I have made a mistake in in bringing home a stray and not a mistake it wasn't a mistake a a learning experience i learned through that experience i take that back it was i did have good intentions and i hope if they hear this they know who they are and and we love you man but just don't need any drama so anyway that was my first like my hackles went up at first because you fit so well and then you and mel were like you know, arms around each other, sitting on the couch and which is normal around here. But I was like, Hmm, I don't know this person. Like what, you know? And in the past, I think I would have just let that go and probably talked to Mel about it privately. And that would have been the end of it. But I decided with you, fuck that. Like you're here, you're going to be in the house with us. I don't want ever there to be any weird shit between you and I. And so you and I talked and the thing that, that made me know you got it was when you said to me, you were like, Aaron, that's like you letting me come stay in your house and I fucking steal from you, you know? And for you to even say that, to understand it that way, like I was like, oh fuck, I'm just being a dick, you know? 
And no, I think that you're like, like you said, we've been through a lot, and so you're right to be on guard, but so you're very reactive, and there's lots of different ways to handle that. I am Sagittarius, <laughs> so it was necessary, and maybe not as harshly, but clearly it was perfect because it worked for all of us. Like it made all of us feel better. Like I don't want to feel guilty about shit, and like I love this girl, like. There's this weird, not a weird, there's a connection. Clearly there's a connection and I'm, I don't understand everything. I mean, I think a lot of people may, that know me personally may think I got my shit together and I do, but I don't <laughs> we always, know better. But I don't always know what kind of blessings are going to come into my life or what kind of people are going to come into my life. And I can't predict how much I'm going to care for somebody. And... I think in the past that maybe that's kind of where I didn't understand my boundary. Like I freaking will love with to abandon for anybody that I meet. And that's, that's good. It is good, but it's in a marriage, especially with a man who can be sometimes jealous. Really? Sometimes. <laughs> Not, a, I, I don't think it's habitual. Okay. I think it's um, situational. All right. You're a human being. Gosh, darn it. Wow. Again? Again. Having this time emotion. Time. <laughs> next time, next time, no. But yeah, that conversation that you and Jaden had made it take away any possible little baby ick or weirdness. Because I freaking love her and I want to touch her. Like, she needs it. She needs love, physical love. Like, yeah. People don't fucking realize just how much a hug or a fucking hand on the knee or like just cuddle a cuddle sesh on the yeah, couch. Yeah, cuddle sesh. <laughs> One that's, big cuddle sesh. That's what it is. I and was in heaven last night. We're good. not promoting some weird shit going on in here. I mean, not that kind of weird shit. And th- yeah, who's like, to say what's weird anyway? Yeah, that's true. There's so nothing you guys weird. Think this is weird. Great. But I freaking, I mean, I don't think we've ever talked about what I do. No, have at it. Aside from, you know, working in the cannabis industry. I made Jaden cry. (laughs) I I just want to add this real quick. Yeah, I've always been the lesbian, you know? Like, I don't have girlfriends for a fucking reason. Like, I am the dyke. Like, fuck that. You ain't hanging out with her. She's just right away on bad news, but you haven't even fucking looked into my eyes to tell me to... Give me a reason to tell me that I'm bad news. Right. It's just, no, I'm sorry, but... Well, that's why you and I... That's why I felt good about you and I talking. Because I'm not just going to accuse you of something and then not know. You know what I mean? Like, just because of how you look or who you are, like, fuck that shit. I want to talk to you and hear it from your mouth. Like, and uh, most likely you're not going to be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking steal your girl from you, dude. But I can look in your eyes and feel you and then I'll know. And that's the end of it. You know what I mean? And, And that ended right there. So just so you know that, like that shit is that's not even a thing. Obviously. obviously, yeah. Well, and guess yeah. what? I don't that's feel weird. Yeah. I don't feel good. Like the elephant in the room, like I usually do when I meet new people, and I gotta act different because this dude's gonna think I'm fucking trying to get in on his girl if I say one wrong fucking thing, no. like whatever. And here, it's I'm home, and I have brothers and sisters, and yeah. I have yeah, a mom, a dad, <laughs> and a teacher, and a sister, and a, a and best that, friend, and a partner mm-hmm. in crime. Yep. For once in my life, like I have a girl that I can call and say, "Dude, let's just go fucking." run to the thrift stores or you know something and um it's just been so therapeutical mm-hmm. and i think everyone needs like she said everyone needs love yeah it's and here at this house it's not just from one person it's from everybody laura i feel like i've known her forever <laughs> you know and after the show and just all of us coming home and cuddling and still giving each other that love and you all just go to bed peaceful it's so like, you know there's uh, there's something 
this is kind of off topic, but like, if you think about the world that we live in and the way our, our society is, it makes being together like this so wrong. Like it make you think like, oh, you, if you're married, you can't have anybody else in your life that's special. Or if you, you know, the nuclear family paradigm of a wife and a husband and two kids and a fucking dog. Well, that's what we had. Yeah, but no, but I'm saying like the the society that we live in, in, totally, I'm not saying we didn't, but now I'm saying that the world that we live in makes it so that that is the only way that is normal. That if you live any other way, you're you're off the grid. You fucking shit the bed or whatever. You know, you're fucking weird well, now. You're you're living an alternative lifestyle. Alternative to what? Alternative to being alone. Mm-hmm. Alternative to never having connection with anybody. Alternative to fucking being lonely and sad and afraid and not having anybody to call. And the only time I make connection with somebody is on the weekend while we're fucking drunk with my buddies and then come back home and hate my life for the rest of the week. Like, fuck that shit. And I was gonna say to the only one trying to steal your wife from you is your dog. <laughs> Darwin. Look, Darwin would love it if we all just left. Here's the thing, man. Melanie is another human being, another star in orbit in her own thing that has her own life apart from me. And I understand that. I get it. And she's free to do whatever she wants. But her and I have made a commitment to each other to share this life together. And that's that. That's that's where our boundaries end. We, we're not polyamorous. We don't bring other people into the bedroom. and But we love other people. And I understand that. And Mel, I think, could attest to the fact that in our marriage, we have both been very free to do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's, well, that's it. That's why our marriage is so awesome because, like, we have these serious talks to each other also. So it keeps us clean with each other. Like once we can tell when there's smoke between us and then we could decide how long we're going to keep it. And then, and then we get clean. We're like, look, this is bullshit. I'm tired of fucking you acting like you're not pissed off at me. What's going on? And I'll do my whatever little bullshit dance around it for <laughs> however long I want. And then I'll be like, okay. And that's it. And most of it's for play. Well, I mean, you have to have some kind of friction in life to create heat. Yeah. Otherwise, there ain't no heat. Yeah, there's got to be a a fucking cold fish. Yeah, but that's why I don't mind it. I don't mind what comes. But we take care of each other, and I think as the patriarch of our little household, whatever that role means, it's my job to make sure that there's nobody coming in that's gonna have nefarious. Plans. (laughs) Plans. <laughs> that was the word of the week a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Heard they're opening tomorrow night. Nefarious at creeps. The, <laughs> at the sea. Yeah. yeah. Right after ball sweat. Right after ball sweat. Yeah. Ooh, ball sweat. Primer gray erection. Okay. So. <laughs> Let wow, Jane say what she was going to say. Go ahead, Jane. I'm sorry. Primer yeah, gray erection. That. Sweet. <laughs> As she's um, tearing up and like getting hugged, I'm talking about erections. Go ahead. Sorry. Aww. Keep it uh, you have to be a fool to come into this house and want to ruin anything, you know? Um, Mello shot me a text one night and was just like, hey, we just did this new podcast. You should listen to it. I don't know if you're into that. Well, I was sitting there writing because I, I was just, or no, studying my books, actually. My, my, uh, one of my card decks that I have. She sends me this, <laughs> she sends this text and all of a sudden I feel compelled. I was like, okay, I, I need to really listen to this podcast. Mind you, I've never really listened to a podcast in my life. 
So I turn on this podcast and I listen to this incredible love story that only most of us, I mean, I may only dream of that for the rest of my life. This, and this story just grabs you by your soul. And if you can't get it from there, then you're, you'll never get it, you know? And it made me understand where I wanted to stand in this family. Like I can be loved just as much as these people love each other. And it doesn't have to be any other way than what it is right here. And that's it. Like, fuck, man. It's changed my whole life, you guys coming into my world. like Us too, Jaden. Yes. Yeah, you added something here that I didn't know we even needed. Yeah. You really yeah. did. Like, you've... It, it, like, the certain kind of presence that I so need in my life. Like, I yeah. need a ride or die. Like, yeah. I need a fucking somebody who's got my back. Like, Aaron's got Apple and... You know, Justin, if you're out there, you're one of those people now, too. But I feel like, for me, like, I don't have somebody who's got my back like that. Not that people don't have my back. I, I don't I don't know how I mean it. What I mean is, like... I know what you I mean. Can, I can say it. Yeah. So, Mel, the whole time we've been married has, like... She's had really good friends, and her friend Sarah is her homie. and mm-hmm. But Sarah doesn't live here, and it's hard. And... It sucks as you as your your partner sometimes to see like I've got Apple and Ryder here and like not that they're not your peeps no. but that's it's my different. best friend like I brought them brought him to you wouldn't what know him if it wasn't it's for me having another woman and you, to do yeah, things with you, and to like love women need to love each other and I think that men don't maybe understand that like it's not a bad thing to like touch each other and hug and even kiss and t- t- comb each other's hair and like do each other's nails. Like we do that's my, nails my business. <laughs> you know, like women. I was doing your nails. Oh, okay. No, women. Need Alex that. is gonna do my toes. That's right. Yes. All right. Women need that, and that's what my industry was working in the spa and literally giving women that were broken down from either marriages or grief or children moving out of the house or anything. And then I would assist them through that transition through love. And so I need that too. I don't, I didn't have somebody yeah. for me like that. And it was, it's cool as your partner to see that you have somebody that loves you like that, that you can call. Apart from me, and say, "Hey, let's go get coffee." Hey, let's go to the thrift or store. Or to come get my come husband's watch. ring with me. Yeah, after our anniversary, like Which, I need that. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a picture of this ring it's that I got. Ring, oh my guys. god, man! She black tourmaline growing inside a quartz crystal, and it's like a signet, like a statement ring. Like she presented it to me on our anniversary while we were in Bend, and it was. Tell them how I presented it. Oh, uh, she got down on one knee with the box, the whole thing, asked me to marry her. It was fucking cute as shit. Really? Yeah. 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 Hey, man. Yeah, he leaves those details out. He, she just gave me this ring. She yeah. threw it at me. I was laying on the bed, falling asleep, and she plunked it at me, hit me in the no, temple. The no, it's beautiful. It's my favorite. I'm not a jewelry guy. Like I'm. Eh, you know, whatever. I wear a a tetragrammaton pentagram around my neck and a, a steal your face. That's it. That's the only jewelry I got besides a Fitbit. And <laughs> sounds like you do have some jewelry. I guess I do. Yeah, but I'm not. You have a little bit of jewelry. It's all one thing. No. All right. So I like jewelry. No, but I rings have always been a weird thing because Darwin broke my finger. And and my pinky's crooked, and wearing rings rubs on that knuckle. 
Hi, Darwin. There you are. Uh, and right on cue. This thing like sits perfect and is really beautiful. And it was it was cool how she presented it to me. So, but anyway, it's nice to see that my wife finally has a Homer, a homie. Homer. A Homer. 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 Yeah. Homer. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm stoned, man. You my Homer dog. <laughs> Damn! I was gonna say too that that is how I feel. The other night when I came home from work, it was wait, it was you guys got home Friday? I'm like, we're not having a real busy night. And Melanie, you kind you kind of looked at you're like, well, Jaden was gonna come over maybe. I was like, well, I didn't mean her, Alex, or anything. But then right away, I was like, I didn't mean family. I mean, like, you know, is there any other unexpected people? Because we have a lot. We have a lot of company. Yeah, we do. Just, it's been it's five like, months of constant. It's so good to see her it's, having a What's happening is that this vision that Aaron and I had years ago, is it's occurring. It's like happening to us instead of us, like, going toward it. And I won't really talk about it, but just it has to do with, you know, what's going on in our life. So the reason that she just said she's not going to talk about it. There's something to, like, when you have a vision for something or something that you're creating or trying to create or that you're in the midst of doing to keeping it to yourself because I believe that words have power and that your will and your intention have a physical like tangible energy and if you are constantly talking about your plans not that it's bad to plan stuff that's not what I'm saying but once you're in the midst of the creation of the thing doing the work so they say when you talk about it, it loses its its power. It loses its energy or and this has been my thing. Or does it put it out there and start to create it? And I think we've experienced both. Both. I think there is something to be said for sacred and secret and not that it's good to have secrets from the people that you love. Well, I'm not. Sometimes, yes, you, you need a little bit of like, not like a devastating, awful secret, but yeah, like something, you just need things that you keep to yourself. You need that. In yeah. Life. And be like, and you don't know me. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're putting out should be purposeful. You shouldn't just be. Yes. Out. Yeah. It's uh, not, it's not for everybody's ears. I think no. that's the whole pearls before swine thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so that's why Mel has said that, but just, you guys know, there may be a place to come someday. Just saying. Just saying. We need love. Yeah. So it's cool to have Jaden here and just integrated into our family. And it's a trip to see what's happening here, like through the show and just living our everyday lives. Our circle is growing and growing and growing like exponentially so week beautiful. over week. If it's... we were a corporation, we'd be doing really fucking good right now. I know. And like just looking around at the faces like in the circle right now, it's like fucking Guys, amazing. I just I, I wish there was a way that I could explain how beautiful these people are and mm. being at the show with the blue and red and purple lights shining on their faces and they're they've got these big huge smiles. They're just so beautiful. They got a couple images I could say, like for all you '80s kids out there that watched the Care Bears when we were growing up, and, <laughs> and that Care Bear stare, you always kind of felt in your heart, like what it, would it really feel like to have that Care Bear stare? <laughs> that, that is another true definition. They put it into definition. Okay, you got to you got to explain that to me. Stare. What's the Care Bear stare? Our heart. Because I'm old. Yeah, see it, actually. the Care Bear stare. They they stood there with and all the bears would get their, their bellies together, and when they did that, that it's Care like Bear stare, the beams of light would come out of their Ooh, stomachs, like and everything in the world would get better. Like, you would love it. And 
that's. I gotta it. watch the fucking Care Bears, man. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, the Care Bears. I'm getting my Care Bear onesie this year. All they had yes. was fucking Tom and Jerry killing each other with butcher knives no, when I was a kid. We're not that far in age. Care Bears was legit. And not they for were... me. We're ten, almost ten years apart. Yeah. I didn't have Care Bears. Care Bears. I was Why in junior. Care Bears? Yeah. Because because Apple. Cartoons my entire life. Yeah. As an adult. I'm in my forties and I still you know. You know, bubble guppies, all kinds of good stuff. Wow, no. right on, brother. Wow, bring it back to the bubble guppies. Outside, 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 everybody outside. Line up, line up, line up, line up. That's bubble guppies. Anyway. And a backpack. Or for all you hippies out there that uh, watch those festival movies and they have that just amazing feeling. They're all at the festival. Everyone's eyes are closed and they're dancing and they're just vibing on each other and the music and just your surroundings. Last night, that's what it felt like. I felt like I was at that show. Yeah. I watched on. You were. Yeah, I yeah. was. But, yeah. damn. Like, and you don't have to be on nothing. Like. <laughs> I told Mel last night, I, I, we were in the middle of, of one of the, like, peak jam moments of the show, and they were fucking going off, and me and Mel were kind of holding each other, dancing, and, and uh, I just whispered in her ear, I was like, man. There is no place I'd rather be than right here, right now. Like, this is my favorite thing to do with you, being here and doing this. Like, oh, in that moment, in in those, in the music like that, and getting to share it with you, that's the most special, amazing, coolest thing that, that I can think of. I, I didn't know that that was a thing in our first years of marriage that I was missing with you. And then when we started getting back into the dead and stuff it was frustrating <laughs> as shit cause you would you would go with me and you would do it and then afterwards you would pretend like it didn't happen and oh, and, and be like snotty about happen. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and be snotty about it like I'm not that's so what I've done that I've I'm done not, that thing I don't want to do I that thing anymore okay up until recently I've had a lot of uh, denial moments in as far as like defining who I am I that's one little hang up that I've had I don't like to say oh I'm a blah 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 fan I'm a I don't like people I don't like to be specific I don't like to be put into one thing and Aaron is like wears this like you know fan badge on his sleeve of like oh i'm a deadhead i'm da, da, da. and i just to me it didn't i didn't like that i didn't like that appeal and then and then i moved here and Sorry. as she's okay but but she says that and then you know we'll be listening to to music and she'll be like oh they're gonna go into saint stephen oh i oh can, can you can you put on viola lee blues <laughs> You're, yeah, you're not a deadhead. It's cool. But it was frustrating, man. Like, we'd do it, and then you would have an attitude about it afterwards and be like, I've already done that. I don't want to do that anymore. And and in my head, I'm like, but but that's who I am. No, like, it's not but who you are. That's, the, the that's a huge part of me. Yeah. And like, the funniest that, was like two months ago when she was out here when we are all oh out Oh, my here. God. <laughs> She's out here dancing with bell bottoms on, like a brown hippie belt, and doing her hula hoop and glitter socks. And we're calling her a hippie. She's like, I am not a hippie. And, and she's, she's dancing around. with her hula hoop in her fucking. Yeah, and bucket. she finally admitted after she's like, okay. I might be but, a hippie. Okay, I'll what about. Tell them about the card that I, I, I gave you your props in my card. You did. And yeah, on our anniversary, the card at the bottom said. I am a hippie. P.S. I am a hippie, and I am a deadhead. 
and that's fucking rad. So it was. It's extra special now, in retrospect. No, we are. It's we're extra special now after after all of this. Yeah, but it's really cool to get to do that with you, and that really is my favorite place to be. Like, if there somebody asked me, like, where would you want to go on vacation? What's your your dream vacation? My dream vacation is at a show with my girl holding her dancing and listening to music that we love. Yeah. You can see it. I do. I, I love photography. I can't help it. I'm the fucking paparazzi. I'm going to be all up in your shit. And SR uh, photographer, baby. And uh, I just had to capture those moments because like I said, I mean, after you listen to that podcast, but then you get to be with these people and you really see it real life. It's like, it's the most amazing thing in the world. And you know, my brother over here, Alex, he says to me too, and that's how all we're all in sync all the time, and that's what I fucking love. Sometimes we don't gotta say a damn word to, to each talk. other, or yeah. as Mel's writing something, I'm already expressing it to her, and in her mind, she's going nuts because she's like, "Little does she know, I wrote all this down before you know, before you even showed me this." But Alex leans over and says, "Jaden, get your camera ready. You're gonna want to capture this moment right here." <laughs> And I was like, what? Okay, thanks for the heads up, man. And sure as shit, that moment came, and I was like, I love you, Alex, man. Thanks. It was the end of, uh, it was when they were playing um, uh, Blanket. She She shares my blanket. blanket. And it was like a couple, like the song was, they were wrapping it up. And that's when I was like, when this song ends, you're going to want to take a picture of those two. How did you know, Alex? I know, I I know, know. baby. What are you, psychic? Something like that. Chris Robinson Brotherhood's um, definitely more, like, it's special to me. Like, that was one of the first concert tees that I was like, I want one. <laughs> I had such a good time the first time I saw them. I was dancing it out. And I was kind of like, uh, with Chris Robinson's voice, I love it a lot because it's super raspy. But sometimes when he sings too slow, it sounds depressing. Just to me. Yeah. Just to me. That's fine. But, You're allowed to have and, an opinion. But then... I heard it in a different way that night when we in Vegas, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It's is- soulful morning, yeah. is what that is, man. And then, and then, so I was actually, I was excited about this concert. I, I could tell. I was excited about this concert, and yeah, I definitely subdue my emotions. And you don't, you haven't been doing that lately, I and it's it. fucking beautiful, because man. I'm telling you, Jade. And it's made me fall in love with you more. It has. <laughs> it's made me fall in love with you more. You having a friend. And fucking cool. Laura and I both looked at each other last night, and I was like, Laura, I mean, like, have you ever, do you know this guy? Like, have you, and she's like, you know, I, and then we both said the same thing. Well, I looked it up and listened to some shit, and, and it's good, and I like it, but I didn't know how much I liked it until I loved it. <laughs> I was just like, damn, this is amazing. And just, I love the harmonica. Like, that is something yes. that just blows my mind. And when he went off on his harmonica, wow. like, it just, Touch me to the bottom of my toes, man. Yeah, that shit was beautiful. I closed beautiful. my eyes and Energies. I was in a whole another world just listening <laughs> yeah. to that. It, it was amazing. It's like if you could think about like somebody yelling at you, but nicely, like <laughs> telling you they love you, but screaming at you, and and also shaking with the. <laughs> that was what that harmonica was like, pouring himself out. All over everybody with everything he had, yeah, and that really was amazing. Man, you're right. That was that was my it favorite was, part yeah, of the show. It was like fierce, yeah, but sweet, yeah, and yeah. At the same time, they they come Feet. hardcore. Yeah, they did. Come when they hard. came out, that place just it got amazing. It did get amazing. There's always, not always. There is sometimes with bands there, 
there's like a taxi down the runway period and then it's kind of going faster and you could feel the no, front end of the plane lift off. They just room. said, fuck it, we're going. They're, they were a helicopter and they weren't even an airplane. It was like, all right, we're going. Boom. And one song in, I was like, oh, shit, we're in for a, we're in for something tonight. This is going to be amazing. And they did not disappoint, man. They really brought their best last night. It was cool. When we left, we were walking out. We were going to to, to get the Uber and on the side of the building, there's like a, a little stairway with like an archway. And I saw the keyboard player standing in that archway, kind of holding his girl, smoking a cigarette. And I walked by and I just kind of clocked him like, oh, hey, yeah, there's there's the keyboard player. And I kept going and I was like, wait a minute, I'm going back. Mm-hmm. So I like walked backwards and I looked over at him and I just mouthed thank you to him. And I gave him a thumbs up and he looked at me and kind of saluted like, yeah, right on. And it was just cool, man, to, to have a chance to thank them. Because if you think about what their reality is, they're going from place to place. They go do that thing. They get on a tour bus. They sleep. They wake up the next day, sound check, do it again. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. That's got to be hard. Like, just doing the podcast once a week yeah. is tiring. It's not to, tiring. It is tiring in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, this is a lot of emotion. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that <laughs> yeah, gets put into this. It's very emotional and, right and, now. And, yeah, we'll do it every night. Yeah. To do that every night, yeah, be able to. And, and so yeah, like I said, this is just sitting on my porch having a cigarette talking. Like, those guys are up there giving every ounce energetically every night. So, thank you, this CRB. You know. So, that's why they deserve the fans and the praise and this and yeah, groups, CRB you know? loves you. They're oh. giving. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That's, I love that. that so I do. times, too, you pay to go to something that you think is going to be monumental. Like, it's going to be epic. It's going to be amazing. And you get there and they play how many songs. And then it's like, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm out of here. You got six you songs. Good night. Gave you that. You're not used to the two set thing, right? What? Two sets, like coming out and playing no, and then taking I mean, a break for a little while. Yeah, so and then it's like over three like hours. <laughs> I know, they came out for their encore and I was like, yeah, play eight more songs. <laughs> oh, and their, on- and their encore. Oh my God, their encore. Their encore just blew Everything everybody away. away. So rarely... Loved it. Am I left speechless? First of all, he looked like Jesus and John Lennon. <laughs> yes. and himself. He's a chameleon. And a yeah. wizard. And a shaman. Yeah, uh, like he's definitely magical for. Like, I don't know whatever. the name of that song. Um, the, I'm just wheel, sitting I'm here just, watching. Is it called Wheels? wheels the Wheel, I think it's called. No, no The Wheel's the, the Dead. Wow. You're not a deadhead, though. Um, I'm proving myself wrong. <laughs> it's the Beatles song. I'm just sitting here watching the wheels go round and round. And, no, we, or John Lennon. Yeah. John Lennon. And it was really intense for me. It took it took my speech away for the rest of the night, pretty much. It left me speechless. Like, What did it do for you? You did something for you by yourself, right? You said you needed to hear that. Did I you, did. It, it, had, to do with, it, it had to do with the show. Watching the wheels. Watching the wheels, yeah. It, it had to do with the show and just the family and everything that's going on. It, you know, he's talking about people say I'm crazy doing what I'm doing and all that. And they give me all kinds of advice, trying to enlighten me. And that's all happened recently. Like my dad telling me, don't talk about anything illegal and make sure you're covered, you know, legally. And look, man, I'm just living my life. And doing my thing. 
don't worry, I got it, you know, I'm, we're not out here trying to hurt anybody, and we aren't doing anything wrong, you know. We're tax-paying citizens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we man. We do the right thing. We might borrow Yeah. Yeah. So it was just, it was very poignant for me personally, the lyrically. It hit me in a, in a really good way, and it, it made me feel like, in a strange way, like validated, you know? Yeah. Like, whatever that greater thing is that's out there, whatever you want to call it. The universe. Yeah, it, it ended that show with the whole. The whole place was a community. You know, everybody yeah. knows that song was singing and smiling. I mean, how can you not when that came on? Yeah, it just it felt like the universe was like, keep going, man. You're doing the right thing, and and I appreciate it. And it was cool. Just to it felt validating from the band to me personally. Yeah, it was really cool. And for the rest of the night, I couldn't say shit. When we got home, <laughs> Apple was like shit. saying stuff, blah blah blah, this that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's rarely that quiet. Yeah, I couldn't. I was done. They they stole my speech. Um, you know, we know how to shut him up now. Take him to a CRB show. All right, I'll I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, no, Eric. No, it's not a good time. I'm not talking anymore. Sorry. Sorry. Talk about you use that to your advantage. Keep talking. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. CRB show. So. Yeah, getting uh, taking Jaden to that kind of show, and Laura too. Like I didn't know that Laura hadn't really listened to the Dead uh, from her Instagram feed. I thought she'd been a Deadhead for years and years and years. <laughs> and yesterday when we were sitting out here, I'm like, "Hey, Laura, when did you start listening to the Dead? Like we never talked about that when when I knew you in Vegas." She was like, "Well." I kind of started listening to the dead through you guys. And I, I was like, what? Yeah, fucking be kidding me, man. You would never know. This girl is like dreaded and wearing a fucking fox onesie. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I'm a weirdo. No, you're not. That's not my Instagram. I'm a weirdo. And that means it's true. <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, the internet I said it. I believe it. Yeah, I tested it several times. I'm a weirdo. Well, you definitely. But she's one of the, the most beautiful kind of weird. weirdos you'll ever meet. Yep. Yeah. Seriously, like there's just this mellow energy in her. And Laura's had a, some hard shit going on, but you couldn't tell by her looking at her eyes. No, well, let's, let's her rewind. Smile. Looking into your let's, eyes. let's rewind that. It's like Aaron said, because Mel Mel had told me this one day that. When her and Aaron were talking about it, it was like I showed up here and I had the saddest eyes. But when I left here, I had the happiest eyes. And same with Laura. When she got here, she had those sad eyes that I showed up here with. And they ain't sad no more. No. Yeah. Like yeah. tired and like oxidized and yeah. drained and just I'm yeah. drained. Yeah, drained and sad too. Yeah. And like just all of it together and making some like, you know, overwhelming sad looking eye and and you can't even help it but you can't have that eye when you're in this house no it's like it's it's not allowed here these guys are contagious they're they're you guys are sweet contagious you just want to laugh with them Mm -hmm. i mean that's the one thing that i knew i really wanted was to laugh with mel because she just like i said well you can hear her laugh down the street (laughs) yeah i had my headphones on and it was loud in my ears and i just hear this burst of laughter and i was like what's going on here so i take my headphones out at work and she's dying over here she's just she's laughing so hard that she's bent over the table fucking makes you laughing and i'm like hey dude 
What's so funny over there? I mean, can I step into your world oh, for a moment? It's so necessary. It like, is. you're so amazing. It like, is. I heard that down in the basement, and I was like, oh, like, it's so uplifting and genuine and yeah. strong. Like, you laugh so loud. It's from, from her, like Chris <laughs> Robinson playing the harmonica. Yeah, like the same thing. That's what I woke up to this morning. <laughs> Apple, Apple, yeah. you know. You've been a co-host on the show for since the beginning, and I've listened back to all the episodes, and you'll add stuff to the conversation. Yes. But you never, like, we never hear your take on a show. Oh, I it's, al- it's always me <laughs> fucking laying it out, and then you'll add to it. What, yeah. But, yeah, but I, I want to hear, like, what... What happened last night, man? What happened last night was incredible. Uh, all of these people being together and the short intro of meeting our two new uh, family members here. I love that. Or right, we're going to introduce them real quick, 45 minutes. <laughs> because it takes that kind of time with this family. And last night was incredible. I, I missed out on, uh, if you guys listen, on Tedeschi Trucks because I was sick, which really sucked. And so this was kind of a makeup for me, and it was more than I could have wanted or expected mm. with Laura being here and with Jaden added to the family. And, you know, we didn't and, mention that Chris was with us last night, yeah. too. Yeah, and Chris that we had. Uh, yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Big love. We love so, Chris. Chris, we interviewed weeks ago. He's from the Portland Entheogenic Research, Research Society. And he's become another member of the family you know this fucking sweetheart guy man Such and a sweetheart. totally cool vibe and you know i figure we live in the same town like why not go do stuff together you know we're we're into the same stuff like, and he's been great to reaching out to us too, yeah and i totally yeah. appreciate it and I really appreciate his energy, and he also brought a fun element last night. He knows how to and cut a rug, he man. He definitely knows how to dance, yeah, and I so, see yeah. now I can appreciate anybody who's willing slash knows how to dance. You're my new best friend. I love you. And Chris was just not shy and getting in his groove, and it was awesome. And la- last night, I loved the I loved that when we when the show started, it was kind of split up because. Ryder forgot his ID and they were gone about 20 minutes late to the show. So it started out kind of weird. We were on the floor. Me, Laura, and Jaden and Chris were on the floor. And Aaron and Melanie had gone up to the seats for a little bit just to chill. And then when it started, it came out, it just started. It was like, bam, like a ton of bricks, that song they started with. It was like about Saturday night, fucking... Everybody was jamming. Yeah. I got overwhelmed. I was like, holy shit. I think I want to go back to the seats. So then I went back there. We we're all hanging out. Melanie was in her fort of coats, <laughs> like hiding for a little bit, which it was Melanie's like sitting. Setup. Melanie's sitting in the seat, like with her pea coat over her head. And, and and like huddled down and there's his brother behind me and and he kept pointing at her like is she okay is she okay and I'm like yeah she's doing her coat thing brother it's all good this happens at every show yeah it's gonna happen happen, it's gonna be over she's in her cocoon at that point it's like what I say I had this incredible vision of like when we got home that I was gonna have this speech and stand on that wall right there and we were all gonna I was gonna tell you guys how our new world is gonna be and how we're gonna change everything 
And I fucking forgot. <laughs> I, I forgot well, it. It'll I, come back another I, time. I remember, I, I, remember I tapped you and I was like, Mel, come out here. Join the family. We're having a party. Come out and join the party. And you were like, I'm in here saving the world. Give me a minute. <laughs> She was. She was preparing. I was, man. So then, okay, so then, then we're, we're sitting it's there. It's like love conjuring up, you know? I like, could I, get it. I just feel Well, like it's also it's... conjuring not throwing up. Because well, yes. the come up was really, really fast last yeah, night. Very like fast. I felt a tingle in the back of my neck, and then boom, you're high. Yeah. Oh, oh. shit. Oh, yeah, I was like, I, oh, I good. She wants to go back to the seats for a minute. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Well, and then what I love, okay, so then we're up there, and Aaron asks, he's like, oh, where's Laura and Jaden at? You leave them down and there. And Chris. And I was like, I told him I was coming, and we're like, oh, they're okay. Like two minutes later, we both look at each other, and he's like, Dude, go get them. I was like, I was just about to. We were waiting. And I went for down you. there and hollered at him because he couldn't even get on the floor at that point. He needed him to come and wedge us out. Yeah, I just had to yell. I couldn't even get close to him. I had to yell i saw jaden for i was like jaden they turned around and were like yes, yes. and they followed us yeah, so then we all there. ended up and then a few minutes later alex and Ryder show back up so the family was back together and we were in the back with and like I there's like a little spotlight there. on us kind there of there was a spotlight on back, us. we had three time. rows so and awesome the whole time we all I, what i loved is we all spent time with each other everybody every time i looked somebody else was hugging and dancing and then we jump over the seats and there'd be another I think everybody in that room and, saw and felt our love. Yeah, I saw night. people were taking our pictures. Several yeah. times I we saw people in like our big group hug. Yeah, when we first just got there. Like, oh my God, this is yeah. special. I didn't so want to be So thank you to all those people. Front. I want to And mind you, before Adam yeah. came and got us, I mean, Laura and I, were, we were grooving, you know, we were, but we were just, we were, I kept looking for you. I felt it. I felt it. And I, I would be dancing and they'd be doing their music and fucking the thing was happening. And then <laughs> Laura, <laughs> Jaden. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. All right. When you laughed, like you smiled because you and I were, you know, I was kind of feeling it. Like I said, I was, and then I was like, oh man, I'm feeling it. I yeah. Like, I saw it. I saw it happen. And I opened my eyes and he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was. It was great. That's Aaron's favorite thing is yeah. watching some. <sighs> Watching somebody look around and watching somebody get turned on is the fucking coolest thing in the whole wide world, man. Mm. <laughs> well, okay, and then okay, I'm gonna finish now. Yeah, sorry. So then, no, I like this. Everybody's gonna so. That's why it's hard for me to tell a story because you constantly interrupt. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no it's Aaron. You hit me. No, it's Aaron. No, it, it, anyway. So then, so then the whole family, we're, we're, all, we're all there. And uh, Melanie, you know, like I always say, she's in her cocoon when she's doing She does that like almost every show. She hides her a little while until everything's good. And then she comes out like a butterfly. She's out of the cocoon and the rest of the time is dancing, spending time with her. All of us spending time with each other. And... It was just fantastic. It was such a good night of love. What happened? In, what, what's going on? Music. What was going on in your head, man? What's going on in my head? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about polar bears. Cool. Do they care about the new phone? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what was going on in my head was that. Love and just I, it, it just flowing through me. Yeah. Open mind completely. Yeah. yeah. You know, not anything blocked out yeah. or anything. Just, just feeling, flowing. So and then... With Chris Robinson Brotherhood doing the soundtrack, <laughs> yeah. fucking holy shit, yeah. man! They were just amazing. Neil Castle was just <sighs> amazing. Those guys, they have such a persona on stage, and they're so personable. Like especially there, they were right there. You know, like you could touch them. 
It felt and like it your was, friends came over to jam for you. Yeah. Set up in your living room. Like, dude, can we kick it over here? And it's like, yes. It's cool. It's cool, too. Like, I, I know I'm older than everybody except Apple here. But. What? Like, there you I go. just. Creating division again. I just remember. I, I can't hear you. Back in my day. I just remember <laughs> that if you wanted to do that thing, you had to go to a dead show or a fish show back in the day. And. It's happening at all the shows. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. It's It's, out of the bag. Yeah, and it's rad to be able to take Jaden and Laura to a show like that. Like, I didn't have to wait six months for Dead to come around or a year fish at the gorge in the spring for fish to come around. And this is just down at an old high school in my town that I live in that I can take my family and watch this magic happen. And and Jade's a badass dancer. Too. Fuck so yeah, she, she is. When she oh starts grooving, like, it's like, what? I feel like I didn't watch enough because I, I my thing is with my eyes closed. I just, I enjoy life better sometimes with my eyes closed. Um, I you can see better with your eyes yeah, closed. Yeah, I already know what everybody looks like. Mm-hmm. And now with my eyes closed, I can feel their look. That's, and so that Didn't I say that to you a while back? I was like, why does music, or maybe it was Apple. To me. Why does music off. sound better if your eyes are closed? Because when you, like I always say, if you cut off one sense, it yeah, makes the other senses just, stronger. Yeah, like making love, too. You close your eyes most of the time. Like sometimes, yeah, you definitely want to keep them open. But then there's other times where you're like, fuck, I want to feel it, feel it. Yeah. And that's what music does. Going inside. And dancing, too. Like, when I dance, I mostly keep my eyes closed, too, because I want to feel where my body wants to go instead of, like, look at somebody, watch me, and then be like, oh. It's j- I'm going to copy it, their moves. Yeah, like, it makes it weird. Like, when you watch what anybody else does, and I guess this is, like, a microcosm and a, mag- a macrocosm talk. If you watch what somebody else is doing instead of feeling what you're doing, you're missing out. Yeah. Period. Don't watch what they're doing. No. If you're going to a show... Okay, great, but like, get inside of yourself, like. And that's what I love about the that, crowd. You look yeah. around. I said, I said it before. I don't know if on here, but the jam band, jam bands. You see, nobody is dancing in synchronization. There's people dancing to the four beat. Yeah, the nobody's eight, doing line dancing. The sixteen. There's the dudes dancing to the thirty-two beat. Fucking. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you can groove to it slowly, or you can be losing your shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it yeah. Fits. I remember the jam bands. They're doing so much. Alex standing behind me last night, and he put his hands on my shoulders, and it was like a battery. Like he plugged in, and then. He started tapping on my back and he was like playing me and then I would vibrate out into the band and the band started going faster and bringing it up. And then Alex started like (laughs) tapping a little faster and I started dancing a little harder and the band started coming up. And finally he was like (laughs) on my back and I was fucking jamming and they were jamming. I was like, yeah, I'm getting played. And when Apple came and got us, and we were all finally like an alliance again, and we're together, like, (laughs) yeah, all right, we're all turned on. And now we're we're in. I, if anybody was there and um, took that picture and wants to post it somewhere so that we could see what it looked like from the outside, that would be awesome. Or send it to no simple road at (laughs) gmail.com. So. Yeah. So yeah, that. And there, then there was the the like I said, the off the encore. Oh, 
was just, you know, because you always have to, I mean, after, it was over three hours at that point. It's like, well, they're going to do hours? an encore, are they? Yeah, I went over three hours, and they came out, and they did that watching the wheels, and just, they sent us out into the Portland night, fucking just feeling great. Just okay. like a nice, a nice gentle, like, okay. Here you go, guys. Take that, take that with you. And boy, we did. Their logo, or their, whatever, their little mantra, CRB loves you, that is, we felt It's it. true, yeah, Thank thanks, you, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was Thank amazing. You. Yeah. And Chris Robinson, God, man, God. Robinson, that, I mean, he looks good, right? I, he I does. Always he looks wonderful. have had kind of a hatred for that last name. And uh, last you night, you made, me, you, made, you made that whole thing just kind of different for me. I just want to add that. Oh. <sighs> it was like a tore down car wash. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. You put the raw. You put that name down, Robinson. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so here's the thing: we went and we had this amazing evening together last night, and now we're in the afterglow of that. And I'm still a little high mm-hmm. from last night, just a little bit, a little tweak. Go and we're gonna go get a Christmas tree, yeah. and we're gonna yeah. and we're gonna decorate our house, and we're gonna eat. And we're going to relax on the couch and watch movies and light a fire and hang out and enjoy each other's company. But what I wanted to say is, you know, we go and we do this thing. It's awesome together. And then Monday comes (laughs) and we have to go back to work and reality. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you what, take it with you, man. Don't don't just let it be at the show. Yeah. Like, work in the cannabis yeah. industry. I love going to work. I love it too. <laughs> take it really take it with you. Take it with you out into the world. Take it and spread it around cuz it's sick. The world is sick right now and it needs us. Well, it and it needs it needs well, love. Like we learned today. I'm one of those people that loves to spread love, but Sorry. I also need it too. Like just put your love out wherever you can. Anywhere you're all you are. Yeah. And I'm just saying t- for you guys, like just because we're not with each other, we're Al- Alex said last night that the lady that he was speaking to at the set break was Brenda, Brenda was in the, Brenda, Brenda was in the Peace Corps in Vanuatu. And uh, when Alex and I were talking and then I went back inside, she asked Alex, she said, is that your skin family? And Alex was like, what does that mean? She's like, you know, not your blood family, like your found family. And yeah, just because we're not with each other, we're skin family. And I I fucking love you guys. You guys have made my life so much more rich and awesome and beautiful. And I appreciate you. And for you guys out there, you too, man. Like you guys that listen to this show have brought me something that I didn't even know that I needed man and you guys have helped wake me back up and help me find myself and I appreciate it and I appreciate you guys and I was was gonna add this because I don't know if you guys noticed last night CRB on some of their new shirts they have their new saying that is any way you love we know how you feel 
which is just which is just awesome, and that's how that I, that we just had to throw that out there. That fits. You I know, want it's that just... shirt. We should have got that shirt last night. That little cute green bug. Oh, I know that was the one I wore. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, if oh. CRB listens, they could send us some merch. No. I'm saying. <laughs> no, we like we like to support our bands. And I'm a chick, but I don't wear chick Boy stuff. Yeah, like boy tees. One last thing. Yeah, so we go have this awesome night and it's time for bed. And I walk in my room and I'm exhausted. I'm all poured out and I take off my shoes and I go to put my phone on my nightstand and there's a note and it was from Jaden. And it said, hey, brother, thank you for helping me to just, or thank you for letting me just be myself. And it was written on the back of the Chris Robinson Brotherhood sticker, the freak flag. And Jaden, that meant a lot to me. Thank you. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's where that thing came in, because I didn't have to change my flags when I came here. I could just be that lesbian and still have a ride or die. Mm. So thank you. Well, for everybody out there, we love you guys. See why I hate labels? That's what I was talking about. You could just be a freak. That's a label. I'm a very kinky girl. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But she will never let your spirits down. Don't you get her off the streets. All right, guys. Go, Daddy. Go out into the world and conquer for the cause of love. Now, you know what? Just be nice. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Give an extra hug this week. A heart hug. Not the one where your hearts don't touch. The left to left. Give somebody a heart hug. No back tats. That's cheap shit. No back tats. Yeah. Likes tapping on the back. We're not dogs. We don't want to be pat. We don't want to be pat. I like it. I always think they're just trying to burp me. I I am trying to burp you when I do that. Ow. All right. Wonder Twin Powers activate. We're going to do three ohms and then we're going to say goodnight. Ready? a city without its music. The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.